Hey, how you doing? It's Clayton here from HowToDrawComics.net and welcome to today's episode of the HTDC podcast. Today, we're talking about overcoming artistic anxiety. Now, this is something that I've suffered with and that many other artists out there, possibly including yourself, have also suffered from. And it can really be a, a debilitating thing for us artists because it holds back our creativity, puts it on hold, and really forces us to become artistically and creatively lethargic. We, we become fatigued. And being an artist, a comic book artist, a, an illustrator, an artist of any kind, whether it be writing or even music, it becomes not so fun anymore because every time we think about doing it, we get this feeling within us that tightens up our chest and just makes us feel repelled. It, it causes us to want to stay away from it, to focus on something else, to put it on hold and to procrastinate. And it could be argued that a lot of procrastination is just due to anxiety. You know, you've got that next big project or illustration coming up and you know that it needs to get done and you want it to be amazing. You've got these huge expectations for how it's going to be and how people are going to respond to it when you ultimately get it out there. And all of that pressure just really gets to us in a huge way. It, it builds up. It starts out very, very small. You know, we begin and we start out with the best of intentions. We're feeling inspired and excited. And the more we think about it, the more we let it get to us, the more afraid we become, the more nervous we get about it. And it's like stepping out on stage for the first time all of a sudden. When you sit down at the drawing board and you start moving that pencil around on the canvas or, or the tablet, all of a sudden the spotlight is on us and we forget our words in a sense, metaphorically speaking. We forget how to execute the process. We're not exactly sure how it should go or the series of steps that we're going to need to take in order to see this illustration through or whatever it is we're working on through to completion and it's something that again is probably one of the leading causes to us falling into a vat of procrastination that we struggle to get out of and that causes us to put our artwork that which we're most passionate about on hold for in who knows how long i mean it's a, a who knows how long and on top of that, it it causes us to become unmotivated. It causes us it to associate these feelings of despair to the thing that we love doing. And I don't know about you, but I think that that just kind of sucks big time. So how do we get around that? Because it is something that we all struggle with. Almost every single creative person that I know struggles with this anxiety. And it stems from multiple things. As I said before, we, we forget our step. We're on the stage and we're not sure what needs to come next in order to execute the process at all. But it's also comparing ourselves to other people, trying to live up to some imaginary standard that we've set for ourselves. And it can come from the 
size of the task that we've got to execute. You know, is it a big project? Is it an important project? Is it something that has a lot riding on it? That level of pressure just really crushes our creativity because we fall into this analytical, logical mindset and worry sits at the forefront of it. And when you begin to worry, that's when you misstep. That's when you end up fumbling and not being able to do that which you set out to do effectively. And so there needs to be an answer to this problem. There needs to be a way to solve it. How do we go about this? How do we get past these points within our creative flow, within our creative ambitions, and keep on moving forward, do what it is that we really want to do without this fear, without this artistic anxiety holding us back. Well, there's a number of things that you can do to kind of stave off this anxiety. And I'd argue that these things can also be beneficial to you regardless of whether or not you're doing art. Maybe you've got you know, some presentation that you've got to present to the class Maybe uh, you've got a meeting that you need to go to, an interview. Uh, Again, it can be all forms of art, but it can also be everyday life situations that naturally bring about this sense of anxiety that we feel so uncomfortable sitting with. Now, the way in which I like to go about it is I find the less I think, the better off I am. If I have an idea... If there's an illustration that I want to create, and I know it's going to be great, I know it's going to be fantastic, people are going to love it, I'm going to love it, most importantly, and it's going to be the next best piece within my portfolio, well, if I begin to dwell on the idea, if I begin to think about it, there comes a point where it's not so much fun to think about anymore. It starts off that way, most definitely. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking about how great it's going to be, you know, what I'm going to include within it, how it's going to be composed, the colors, the the line art, and how I want all of that to come together. But then, slowly but surely, my mindset shifts into this negative headspace, where I begin to ask myself, damn, this is an ambitious endeavor. How long is it going to take? And will you will you be able to pull it off? Is it going to work out the way that you hope it'll work out? You know, you have this, you develop through your excitement, this perfect vision for how it's going to be. So much so, building it up and up and up, that eventually you start to worry about whether or not you're going to be able to manifest that grand vision that you've conjured up within your mind. And that's when that worry starts to set in. And then you start to dwell on the worry. Now it's not positive anymore. Now it's negative. Now you're thinking about the fear that is going to come with this task you've set for yourself and whether or not you're going to be able to fulfill what it is you set out to do whether or not it's actually going to realistically become something that you're able to bring about, that you're able to get done and call complete. 
And the more we build it up inside our mind, the more that we think about it and, and you know, I don't know about you, but when I'm laying awake at night trying to sleep, this is when it happens. You know, I'm thinking about the next artwork I'm going to do tomorrow. And then I'm laying awake all night, thinking about it, pondering upon it. And I'll get to my desk in the morning. I'll start drawing it out and I will just be frozen. I'll be artistically constipated. I won't be able to get it out onto the page. And I don't know why that is. I mean, I think it's because I thought about it so much, I'm no longer relaxed. I'm on edge. And that's what happens is the more you think about it, the more on edge you get. Your mind is absolutely consumed with this process of thinking about it. And what is the problem with thinking about it? Why does this anxiety come about from thinking too much? Well, the big problem is that thinking offsets your creativity. The more you think about something, the less creative you get, the less in flow you end up becoming. And when you are able to transition into that flow state, oftentimes that is when you're, you're most productive and when you're going to do your best work. Now, the opposite to that, as I said, is thinking about this stuff way too darn much. And it's something that we all are naturally wired to do. Because we're thinking creatures. It is what we are good at. That is our edge over every other species on the planet, is that we're able to think. We're able to see something within our mind and then manifest it within reality. And for a creative person, that's certainly something that we strive to do on a consistent basis. We are driven. We are compelled to do that. But see, the thing is, is that there's the other half of it where you've also got to sink into this state where you're completely and 100% encapsulated within this creative process where the hours slip away. You're not thinking about the outcome anymore. You're not thinking about how long it's going to take, how it's looking necessarily. You do want to, to an extent, have a certain level of monitoring going on to make sure you're on the right track, but it cannot be first in line. Your creativity must be at the top of your functional priorities. And all thinking, all logical analysis needs to be set back in the background. So how do you do that? Well, for me, when I come up with an idea and I think it's a winner, it's a keeper, it's something I'm going to do, I try not to overthink it too much. And if I do start thinking about it, I try to cut that off at the point at which it starts to negate itself into a less productive form of pro procrastination, mind, mind masturbation, essentially, where you're just sitting there, like constantly dwelling on this one thought, mental masturbation, that's what they call it. And you're just... You know, you're constantly thinking about this thing, but there's no action happening. You're caught within the mental realm. And so the best thing that you can possibly do when you come up with that idea is just stop thinking and start doing as soon as you possibly can. In other words, taking our analogy of being on stage, talking to hundreds and hundreds of people. You know, everybody gets stage fright. We hate that. It's like the 
the worst form of human fear. It's what we all are afraid of. The key is to just push, have some imaginary person just push you into action out onto the stage so that you have no choice but to just get stuck into it, to execute the process. And once you do, what you'll find is it doesn't take a whole lot of time to just get into the mode that you need to be in. And that goes for if you are experiencing an artistic anxiety or just you're putting it off over and over again because you're worried, you're afraid of what's going to happen. But if you stop thinking, it's difficult to continue being anxious because anxiousness and fear often begins as thoughts and those thoughts give us a particular feeling because we associate feeling to our thoughts. So if we stop thinking, and I've done this plenty of times, it is amazing how effective this is. If you stop thinking about it and you just you cut it off, the moment that you start transitioning into a negative headspace, you stop thinking. Practice meditation if you want to get real good at this. You stop thinking about it and you just start doing. You replace the thinking with the action. And all of a sudden, you begin to be able to control your mental state and the direction that it takes. It's an amazing thing to do. In other words, what I'm telling you is something quite simple yet very, very profound. If you want to be in the mood to do something, but you're not in the mood to do it, just do it and you'll be in the mood to do it right? It's very, very simple. Do that which you want to be in the mood to do, even when you're not in the mood to do it. And you will find that you click over into the mode that you need to be in, in order to do the work that you would like to do, whether you're scared, whether you're feeling anxious. Now, if you are stressing out, of course, your output isn't going to be all that great. So you do need to relax a little bit. And that brings me to the next thing that I'd suggest when it comes to staving off that anxiety. And that is simply to just let go of your expectations. Do not think about the destination, at least not so much, not as much as you are, because that is also to blame for the level of anxiety that you might be experiencing when it comes to creating your art. Oftentimes we think about the grand vision that we have, as I said, and you build it up inside your mind. And the sheer size of it is, quite frankly, intimidating. It freaks you out. Like, you begin to ask yourself, well, how the hell am I going to pull that off? And, of course, that's not productive for anybody, because you do at some point actually need to start out on that journey and see it through to the end. So whether you think about it or not, at the end of the day, all that matters is that you get to work and you do it. So you may as well not overthink it too much. Put your energy into the thinking and stress out about it. And honestly, that's the best piece of advice that I could give you is to just make sure that you're asking yourself, is this something that I'm overthinking? Is this something that I'm blowing out of proportion? Am I getting way, way too over the top with this? Or am I able to take a moment to chill the hell out and just relax for a moment? Am I able to 
instead of dwelling on this, instead of overthinking it, can I replace that thinking with action? And when you can do that, when you can just push aside the thoughts and you can get into the zone, into the act of doing it, what you'll find is everything is just so much more smooth sailing. You don't have to worry about it anymore. You can relax and sink into the process. And it's a, it's a very subtle, almost unnoticeable transition that you barely even are aware of. You just kind of, you, that's the great thing. It feels so effortless when you just transition into that state where you are most productive, where you're having fun and you're creating and you're not thinking about that end outcome. So don't think so much about the destination. You're on the journey here. You've got to go through that journey no matter what. So if that's true, if you've got to go through that inevitable journey, then simply don't think about the destination. Just be there on the journey. You only get to undertake that adventure once. It's the one thing that you get to experience, that you get to keep as an artist. And how incredible is that? That's the one special thing that nobody else is able to have except for you. When that artwork is done, that's going to be the world's. You're going to share it. If you're working on a commission or for a client, it's going to be theirs. You know, it's going to go out there into the world. It's not coming from it it's not it's not part of you anymore it's it's for the world to share but that journey that you take along the way that adventure that you embark on as you go through the motions of executing and completing that work that's yours and it's you are the only one who can ever experience that so don't do it any injustice by walking throughout that journey, constantly thinking about the destination without ever actually being there. Because it is in being there that you need to be in order to actually stave off that fear and anxiety, that worry that you're going to experience. And let me tell you, when that worry sinks in, all of a sudden your execution, the way in which you're traveling upon the journey, it just, you end up derailing. You take all these detours and it's not a straight path from start to finish anymore. You complicate things for yourself. You mess up. You make mistakes. You stumble along the way. And that's just no way to be as an artist. It's not a good experience. It's not a fun experience. Spending most of your time worrying? No way. Why would we be motivated to be artists in the first place if that's, for a majority of the time, what it entailed? No we create comic book art, any artist creates because of the way it makes them feel, the immersion of it, the act of the creation itself. And ultimately, it is within that, that moment of creation, that we have the most fun, that we feel the best. And it's that great feeling that we get from creating that keeps us going. That's that's what keeps us hooked in. Otherwise, we'd, just, we'd do something else that we actually did find fun that we didn't worry about so much. 
So the key is, just to sum this, this point up, is to, in order to really make sure that you're not freaking out about the grand outcome that you think you're striving toward, because at the end of the day, it's going to be whatever it's going to be anyway, except that no matter what you do, in the end, it is the journey that will take you to the destination. The destination itself doesn't really matter. I mean, it's it's going to be there regardless. There will become an end point where all the time that you put in, all the investment that you made will result in something, but you can't always necessarily control that. You just got to go through the motions. You got to put in the hard yards, the labor in order for that to ever be a possibility, in order for you to ever get to that destination in the first place. If it's a healthy vision of the destination that you're using to motivate yourself and to push yourself forward, well, that's a little bit of an exception. That's great. You want to use that to push yourself, to keep yourself going. That's absolutely fantastic, by all means. But if you're blowing it way out of proportion to the extent where you're getting nervous and anxious about it, then you need to remember one thing, and that is to be engaged within the process and not so invested in the outcome. Most engaged, least invested. That is the ultimate key, above all else. If you can remain engaged but not so much invested in the outcome, you will activate what I like to call relaxation. That's when you will chill the hell out and you'll just, you'll jump into it. You'll get done what actually matters to get done. Again, you want to stave off that mental masturbation. You don't want to be overthinking things for a majority of the time and, and, and not doing any actual work. That's not going to get you far. No, what you want to do is you want to remain in, in the moment be there. Be there with the process. L lock off all thoughts. Just block out the mental, the mental worry that you might be experiencing. All the thoughts that don't count, the thoughts from the past, the thoughts from in the future. Leave your mind as a blank slate and just focus on the line that you're laying down in front of you. And you will find that in doing so, you will be able to move fluidly throughout that process. You won't feel that level of resistance anymore. And you will be, again, in what I like to call the artistic zone, when the hours are just falling away, you don't even notice. You're having so much fun. That's a great place to be in. We love that place. That's what we look forward to. It's the best feeling in the world. It's what I love most about being a comic book artist, that's for sure. So, the final thing that I'll say here is, just remember that, at the end of the day, you're creating comic book art. It's, it's great to be able to execute it like a pro. It's, it's great to be able to, you know, push out artwork that flabbergasts everybody, it amazes them, blows them away. It's great to get the props, the thumbs up, to wow the audience. That's fantastic. But it's important to remember that we all need to start somewhere. We all need to go through the journey of artistic growth. 
And it's not something that you can avoid. There are days where you are going to suck, where your work is going to be less than perfect. And I know that that probably worries you. That likely makes you feel anxious. I know it definitely made me feel anxious when I thought about it in that way. But what you've got to remember is it's okay. It's okay to be less than perfect. What matters is developing your confidence, knowing that no matter what happens, regardless of the level of perceived quality you think your work is, because oftentimes we are our worst critics, unfortunately, no matter what, as long as you get it done, that's what matters the most. You know, you have no real control over that end outcome, not as much as you think anyway. So instead of thinking about that end outcome, instead of causing yourself this worry, just do your best to push forward. You want to try to, any point at which you begin to stumble, move past them. Move past those points as fast as you possibly can. Try to continue pursuing your mission toward the finish line until that mission that you set out to undertake is complete. Again, it could be anything. It could be a new comic book. It could be your latest illustration. It could be your latest soundtrack. It could be your latest book. Whatever it is, as a creator, whatever it is you've chosen to undertake regardless of the challenges that you face before you, the obstacles that are inevitably going to stand in your way, move past them as fast as you possibly can. And when you do that, you'll find that you create momentum for yourself. That all of a sudden, you're back on your way. Yeah, there was a little hiccup, and that was unfortunate, but you know what? You didn't dwell on it. You didn't let it hold you back. And the more that you can do that, the less anxious you're going to feel. Because you have to realize that the way in which we work as human beings is we associate certain feelings to certain activities. And the last thing you want to do is associate anxiety to your craft. Now, if you've already done that, and I know that I've done it in the past, you've got to rewire that association. And in order to do that, you're going to have to sit down and just have fun. I know it's a big ask. <laughs> it's a big ask. But just sit down and have fun. Don't even think about what you're going to draw. Draw something that you want to draw. Maybe you saw a movie or you, you read a comic book that inspired you. Just draw something that has gotten your imagination going and get it out onto the page. You don't have to show anybody. It doesn't have to be presented to any audience in particular. It's just for you. That's what it's, the beauty of having a sketchbook is, is that you can draw anything you want in it. Just sketch down ideas. Now, if you think you have to create a beautiful, impeccable, perfect illustration every time you put pencil to paper, that's going to make anyone feel anxious, anyone feel freaked out. So take... <laughs> You don't have to be that perfect. Take the pressure off of yourself and just have fun. The more times that you can do that, the more occasions at which you're putting pencil to paper and you are enjoying that, you're having fun with it, well, you'll find that 
that feeling that you have when you think about the next thing that you're going to illustrate is a positive one. That all of a sudden the anxiousness has slipped away and been replaced with excitement. And make no mistake, anxiousness is very closely associated with excitement. In fact, the physical attributes of both are quite similar. It's just a matter of how you associate with them, how you frame them, how you use them to push yourself forward and give yourself momentum. Because in a way that anxiousness you feel, that nervousness you feel when you do, you're about to step out on stage, it's kind of exhilarating when you think about it. Yeah, you feel sick to the stomach and you don't want to do it. You, you know, you're being dragged by the heels, but damn, it's a rush. I mean, it's it feels like one of the most, it's a powerful feeling. You know, it, it holds us back. It it can physically restrain us. That's how strong it is. And so when you can move past it and you can flip it around so that it's pushing in the opposite direction, so that it's actually pushing you to complete that which you set out to do, wow, that can be really, really powerful. So do it the best you can. Know that the more you fear your art, the more you're going to fear it, right? The more that a feeling of fear will be associated to it, especially if you're struggling along the way, you're stressing out the entire time, and every experience you have of creating your art is, you know, mostly a negative one, talking about that journey. Yeah, you may end up with a decent outcome at the end, even if you're stressed out, but you know what? I've got to tell you the truth. I've made my best pieces when I was having fun. So put that as a priority. Have fun with this stuff. Remember why you got into your craft in the first place. Did you do it to freak yourself out every single time? To give yourself a little bit of a, you know, a touch of anxiousness in life that you didn't need? Of course you didn't. You did it because it was fun, because it was fulfilling, because it was something that was important to you and that you were passionate about. So let it be that. It's a sacred, sacred thing. Let it be what it was meant to be and just have fun with it. Enjoy it and you'll find that you've created the best work that you've ever set out to do if you're able to keep yourself balanced, if you're able to think less, do more and just put every idea you've got into action by executing it as soon as you come up with it. Don't dwell on it for so long. Well, that's for today, the advice that I've got for you on artistic anxiety, I hope that you found it valuable, that you're able to use it, and that it benefits you in one way or another. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more comic art tips, tricks, and tutorials, be sure to visit www.howtodrawcomics.net. We've got a ton of tutorials over there, both written and video tutorials that you can check out, and they'll help you out along the way, along your artistic journey. We've also got couple courses up there by the likes of Ed Foychunk, Robert Marzullo, and myself, which are going to take you deeper into the art of comic book illustration and help you up your skills to the next level of professionalism, the next level of quality to really get your skills to the point at which you want them to be, to the point at which you're fulfilled as an artist. And then finally, we've also got the podcast, of course. We've got a fantastic podcast player now which I'm personally quite excited about. You can even download the episodes over there, so 
If you're listening to it on the site, fantastic. If you're not, head on over to www.howtodrawcomics.net. Download these episodes, collect them, do what you want with them. Until next time, keep on creating, keep on practicing, and I'll see you in the next episode.